Hello ladies and welcome to this episode of Mommy, Surviving, and Thriving, the podcast where we encourage all women to live their best life by focusing on our four pillars of being happy, healthy, wealthy, and thriving. Today, ladies, marks a special day for us here. It's the second anniversary of me launching my business, MRP Coaching and Consulting, releasing my book, Why Not Now? The Journey to Taking a Leap, and of course, launching this podcast, Mommy Surviving and Thriving. Oh, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) It has been an incredible journey so far. And today, I'm going to take the time to reflect on what I've learned throughout these two years and to share some great things, some not so great things with you, the audience, and talk about some of the clients, what we've done over the last two years and what you should expect in year three of MRP coaching and consulting and season three of mommy surviving and thriving. So let me say this, the two years have gone by extremely fast. (laughs) We've had our good times and not so good times, but we're here today, June 15th, 2023. So what I wanted to do today was really answer some questions that I've gotten the last couple of weeks about me coming to this big milestone of getting to two years because quite frankly, and this is true, many businesses do not get to see this two year anniversary. And to be quite honest with you, I remember when I was looking for additional capital for my business and one of the potential funders, their response to me is when I, we had an initial conversation, I submitted uh, paperwork and they said to me, oh, you haven't been in business more than two years. And I said, no, it was stated there on the application itself. And her response to me, well, businesses usually don't get to two years. So, Me being a former capital provider working in the financial industry, one, I was a little taken back by that comment because as business owners and one of the things that we were very mindful of um, as we interacted with business owners who were seeking funding was that there's so many things that they have to deal with. And one, to ask and to put themselves out there to seek funding, that takes a lot for a business owner. So we were very mindful of that. And we were very sensitive to those things. And we thought about what our responses were to business owners when they were seeking funding from us, or unfortunately, when they were not approved for funding. So quite frankly, I thought it was rude. Um, But if anybody knows me, I take things like that as a challenge. Like, okay, I'll show you. But um, 
<laughs> but I was like, oh, well, why are you in this in this industry? Why are you in this profession of trying to help small business owners if that's the attitude that you have? Now, again, that is a very true statement, but that's not the attitude you should have when you are interacting with customers and small business owners. So here I am to that person. I don't remember her name, but I have made it to my second year (laughs) in business. So there. Anyway, moving on. So I always get the question of what were some of the key things that you learned throughout the years that you've been, been in business? How did you make it to two years? So first and foremost, a lot of prayers. Pray when I get up in the morning, in the middle of the day, before I'm going to start a very important meeting, when I am stressed at midday to when I go to sleep at night, a lot of prayers. But second, a lot of support. And I talked about this a little bit during the first anniversary. Building a support system around you that may not always understand what you're doing and they may not always agree. I may think that you should do it another way, but they support you in what you do and that they are truly there to help you no matter what's going on. And that's as simple as picking up the kids or calling someone on my behalf or referring someone to me or giving me feedback on something or sharing, liking, being a sponsor, buying a ticket, doing all those things to show show support for me and my business and my dream. And I would say, because as I'm thinking about that, I think about um, my conference that I recently had, Commit to Thrive, and I'll talk more about that on a separate podcast, but my family and friends were the so first ones to sponsor the event, to buy a ticket. And then even though when we sent out those last few emails to say, this is the last time you're going to be able to participate or register for the event. I got so many text messages saying, did you register me? Um, and then others that said, I bought a ticket, but do you need me to help? You need me to do something before or after or doing the event. And I'm like, no, thank you. I want you to enjoy it. And then for those who I know the event wasn't necessarily their thing. And so one of my family members texted me and said, did you register me? And I said, no, <laughs> I know this is not your thing. And her response to me was, but supporting you is my thing. So you want to make sure you have family, friends, a support system like that, that it might not be their thing, but supporting you is. So having that support around you to help advise you and guide you is very important. Third, I would say is be ready. Be ready for the opportunities that you do not see coming. And that goes back to what I've said before. You may see your business going one way, but then it takes a turn and you realize maybe that's not necessarily what I should be doing. So being ready to pivot and have the ability to pivot at any given time. 
And for example, I was at a big conference um, a few months ago and I had been working on a certain pitch that I was going to use for these organizations that I wanted to work with. But as I was listening to one of the organizations talk about what their needs were, how they plan to work with businesses for the remainder of 2023 and beyond, I realized that what I originally was going to pitch may not have been a great fit for that company. So what I did was I pivot and I decided to pitch something else. And what that other project was, it was just, it made sense. And I'm thinking to myself all this time, why didn't I go with this at the beginning? Because I was so caught up in thinking that because this is what other people expect me to do, this is what other people said, this is a great fit, you can do this. Um, I went with it, not realizing that I had already had these tools, the knowledge of this other project. Why was I going against what I already knew? So long story short, what I did was for the remainder of that conference, I had an opportunity to pitch to three different companies. And what I decided to do was go with the new pitch. And the looks on the faces of the organizations um, that I did the pitch for, they were very engaged. They liked what I was talking about, the programs that I was speaking of bringing to their company. So I did the right thing. In that moment, I knew that I had done the right thing by switching or changing course. So don't be afraid to take the chance to pivot, to look at those new opportunities and don't be afraid to go with your gut and to go with the knowledge, the experience and the training that you already have. Next, I would say is you have to be persistent because in this journey of entrepreneurship, you will have one month where you are feeling like you are on top of the world. And then the next month you're feeling like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get out of this hole that I put myself in? And I, I saw actually a, um, a post on social media that just talked about that, like the different phases during the day that entrepreneurs go through. And it was, you're at, at, at a high and then you're at a low, then you're at a midpoint, then you're at a high, another low, another really low point in the day. And I laughed because I said, that is so honest <laughs> that every day is going to be a different day, but you have to be persistent and believe in what you set your goals out for your company, for your podcast, for your book. Believe in those goals and work at them every single day because every single day is an opportunity. And one of the other questions I got was, what would you say was the biggest accomplishment during your second year? And I would say my biggest accomplishment is being approved for a proposal that I put out that I originally thought I had to have a partner with. So there was an RFP that went out and I said, Ooh, um, can I do this alone? And someone said, what if you get someone else to do it with you? You partner with someone. I said, well, that's a great idea. So I quickly found someone by chance 
um, someone referred. And so we were having discussions about us potentially partnering in on this project, um, on this proposal. And at the end of the day, would we have been great partners? Potentially, I think we would have. But it didn't seem to be a good fit because this person was not um, local. And it seems that this organization wanted local individuals. So when we realized that, we kind of went our separate ways. And I just thought, okay, that's it for me. But then I said, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to apply by myself. And guess what? I was approved. So I would say that was for me, the biggest accomplishment for me is actually going after a project by myself and winning that project. Another question, what were the biggest challenges you faced during year two and how did you overcome them? The biggest challenges for me, I think as for any individual who's going through, everybody's going through this economic situation we're dealing with, um, with inflation, uh, I would say, and everything that's going with dealing with economics right now, layoffs, inflation, all that's happening, um, dealing with, and this is something that honestly I had to deal with in year one, um, was opportunities that were very promising that didn't actually go through because of the economy. So when I said I had to go through this in year one is because when I started, (laughs) I had so many potential projects, so many that were like 95%. I was 95% sure that was going to happen. It was almost, it was like it could not happen. And then Hurricane Ida happened. And so that just blew everything up. And so same thing for this year is the economy it's tough out there for a lot of people. And so I understand that. So when things, projects did not start and have not started as of yet, it hurts me as a business, obviously. But what I've learned to do is to go on to the next thing. The next thing, you cannot stop because something else didn't happen. And if you do that, then... You will never make it to two years or three years or four or five. You cannot let something bring you down. And if it does, you need to be able to get right back up because that's the journey of not only entrepreneurship, but it's the journey of life. Next question. How has your understanding of your audience evolved over the past year? I think I pride myself on knowing what the audience wants. Um, but what I have noticed is that because I'm always asking questions, I tell people all the time, if you have a question or if there's a topic that you want me to focus on, please let me know. But I would say the first year, there was a lot of focus on parenting. Those were the highest ratings for um, listenership for the podcast, those that related to parenting. But for the second year, not so much. This second year, most individuals are looking for self-care, mental health. Actually, self-care, mental health, and financial independence. Those will be the top three that 
the listeners for this year are really focusing on. So that just shows just how we are evolving as a community. Um, We're finally starting to take the time to focus on ourselves. And so you'll see more of that um, because that's also a journey I'm going through is focusing on myself. I'm going into year 43 next month. Um, And that'll be a separate episode because I... Every year for my birthday is obviously my new year, but I, that's the time that I take to kind of reevaluate a lot of things um, in my life where people may do it at the, at the beginning of the year. For me, it's my birthday. Next question. What are some of the most memorable podcast episodes, guests, or topics covered in the second year? I've had several. Usually I do about 30, I think, episodes per season. Um, But one of my favorite, actually, and I'm biased, I guess, is um, with Dr. Clarissa Chasson-McRae. As many of you may know, one of my dearest friends for a very, very, very long time. But it was one of my most memorable podcast because one, we talked about some things that we don't necessarily like to talk about as a community and that's mental health and really dealing with family members or supporting individuals that we know with the mental health challenges. And so we got to talk about that, but we also, it was also memorable for me because I got to see her in a different light. So we usually, we're usually laughing, clowning, talking about different things. We talk about serious things too, but to really see her shine and to be in her moment, that was definitely one of my most memorable podcast episodes. And hopefully she'll come on again. Next question. How has your book been received by readers? So my book, why not now the journey to taking the leap surprisingly and I tell you and this goes with my business with um, MRP coaching and consulting my podcast and my book is sometimes you never know how it's being perceived (laughs) or received by individuals are people listening are they reading what is happening am I having any type of impact sometimes you don't know until one day just out of the blue I'm a big believer in signs it's usually at the moment where I'm like, it, was this really the right decision? In that moment, I tell you, every single time I think like that, and it's not often, it's not often, I'll just say that. But every every time I have that moment of weakness, I see someone and they will say to me, I read your book. I love your book. It helped me realize my next step. Or it changed my life. It made me think that I was not the only one feeling this way. Others have said it made me cry because they realized they needed to make some changes. So in those moments where I'm feeling like, "Eh, is anyone ever reading this stuff? Is when I get a message, I'll see someone in person. I'll receive a text message from somebody. I'll receive a DM from someone saying something about the book, saying something about the podcast, 
saying something about MRP coaching and consulting every single time I'm in that small moment of weakness. And I literally had somebody saying with the podcast, a guest of the podcast, actually it was Dr. Gigi. Dr. Gigi is a fan favorite. She's been on here twice. Um, She was on for season one and then season two. But she texted me one day and said she was on a conference call with someone. um, I forgot where they were from. I think California somewhere. And she said, oh, I actually heard you on the Mommy Surviving and Thriving podcast. Lo and behold, I don't know who that person was, but she said, oh, you listen to that? She said, yes, I do. So you never know. And that's just a testament to anyone who is starting out on their journey of doing something that they love, doing something that they feel is going to be impactful for anyone is to keep going and keep believing that it actually will happen. Keep believing that you will keep rising and that you are truly making an impact. And I remember that same day, I wish I could find the message. I wish I could find that message. I actually, my family, we have a group text. And I remember that text came through from Dr. Gigi. But then there was also that same day, a message from someone um, on LinkedIn that I'd helped out a long time ago. And in that moment, that person had, I think, made it to the next level um, and what she wanted to. She had finally taken the leap and she messaged me on LinkedIn to say thank you um, for all that I had done. And really also just being me because she was able to take what she saw I did to help her in her personal life. And so, again, in that moment that I was feeling like, oh, (laughs) is anyone paying attention? I received two messages in that same in one day to say that you're actually making some type of impact. Last question. What can your audience and clients expect in year three and season three of the podcast? So I'm excited about year three of MRP coaching and consulting and even more excited about the podcast. So let's start with the podcast. Year three will be filled with women entrepreneurs who are just making it happen making it happen as mothers, as partners, as leaders in their community. I will focus more on really telling their stories and how they're able to juggle uh, motherhood, everything that they're doing in life and still be able to succeed in their respective fields. So that's what you'll see more in season three of Mommy Surviving and Thriving. MRP, you will see more community-focused events and partnerships. I will talk more about this on our next episode, but we will have this this conference that I hit had really sparked. I already knew kind of what I wanted to do in, in year three, but this solidified, yes, you're on the right track. Yes, this is what you need to focus on. So my focus will continue to be minority women, women of color who are looking to 
take their lives to the next level, both personally and professionally. And I feel it's my duty to make sure that I'm able to give them the tools that they need to reach their greatest potential, to connect them with the right individuals, the people that will help them on their journey, but also be a support to them. Because in any journey in life, whether it's personal or professional, you need that support system, as I talked about at the beginning of this episode. So I thank you ladies for listening in on this second anniversary episode. I hope to continue to have you in year three and beyond. Again, if you have any topics, any things that you would like to talk about or like me to talk about on the podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest, because most of my listeners are mothers that are thriving in every aspect of their lives, whether it's personal or professional, whether they're leaders in their corporations or just starting out on their journey of entrepreneurship. So if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, let me know. Send me a message via Instagram or Facebook. So here's to year three and season three of Mommy Surviving and Thriving. Buckle up because it's going to be an incredible ride. Thank you for being part of our community and stay tuned for more inspiring episodes, engaging conversations, and transformative experience. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mommy Surviving and Thriving. Stay connected by liking, following, and subscribing. While you balance it all, remember, there's only one of you. Stay positive and give yourself grace. We're here to support you in community on your journey to becoming happy, healthy, wealthy, and thriving. Enjoy your summer.